What is up, Mets fans? Welcome back to a special episode of the Mets Up Podcast. As you can see, sitting next to us, we've got Francisco Lindor. You know him well. Francisco, <laughs> thank you for coming out and doing this with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. You just had the birth of your second daughter, Amapola. Yeah. Yeah. Take baseball out of it. How's it feel to welcome your second daughter into the world and juggling that with baseball and everything? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing and uh, it's a, a bit scary. Uh, for some reason with Kalina, I wasn't scared at all to change diapers, pick her up, and do whatever <laughs> I got to do. I don't know if I got used to Kalina. Now with Amapola, I'm like a little bit more like, I'm softer with, with her. I'm like, I'm a little bit more timid for some reason. But it's, it's, um, it's my wife did an amazing job. I'm super proud of her and happy to have two girls, three girls now. Yeah. <laughs> Kalina's birthday is November, correct? Yeah, November yeah. 4th. So that probably is a whole different element as well, like having it happen, like out of the season as opposed to into the season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, it is night and day difference. Um, I was able to be with Kalina every single day um, for the first six months, I would say, of her life. Um, but with Amapola, it's a little different, you know? Like, I, I, um, I want that bond. Um, my connection as, as men, our connection with our kids don't start for me, don't start until they, they're actually out. You know, when they're in the belly, you, try, you can try to play all cute and stuff with your wife and say, yeah, I feel it, I hear it, you know. Um, but it, there's no connection, at least for me. Um, when they come out, you know, that's when the connection starts. And it's a little little different. I, I try to be with Amapola as much as I can um, and just talk to her constantly so she can, you know, get more, a little bit more familiar yeah. with my voice and my, my, my smell, I guess. Yeah, I'll bring baseball back into it. Since Amapola was born, you have been on fire at the plate in 324, slugging percentage is over 700. You think she might be your good luck charm? Yes and no. Um, I don't want my, my kids to have the pressure of they having <laughs> to, um, all my success depends on them. Um, but at the same time, um, I saw how hard my wife worked and I didn't take that for granted. Um, and it, it's baseball, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. I think um, if I would have had this at the beginning of the year, um, probably people wouldn't really say much. Everybody wouldn't care. But now it worked out that it was in the week that my daughter was born. So um, let's give all the credit to her. <laughs> yeah. Would you say baseball players are pretty superstitious? We saw you change up your hair. Is that like a superstition thing? Or? Not at all. Not at all. Um, as you guys can tell, I wear many different colors on a daily yeah. basis. I don't, I'm not superstitious. I don't believe in that. I mean, I dreamed of having, um, of playing in the big leagues, and having gear, having my own shoes. Why would I limit myself to one cleat? Yeah, Why would I limit myself to one glove? You know, just because I made a good play yesterday, just because I got two hits the day before. Yeah. Nah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, nah, I'm gonna keep on rotating them. I'm blessed to have all I have, everything I got, so why not use it? You mentioned make a good play and don't change the glove. You have been making a lot of good plays recently, and now we're on a full half season without the shift. How has it been to adjusting now without the shift as a shortstop? It's been great. It's been great. It's um, one of those I have a lot more ground to cover, so I take a lot of pride on it. You know, I, I want to get to every single ball. Um, there's there's um, plays that I don't get to the baseball. I know I should have gotten to the ball. Um, so then those are the ones that actually, like, they, they stay on me a little longer because um, I know I could have had the baseball. And making good plays, they're fun, you know, but um, they should be made, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the ones that 
I don't make those other ones that stay. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Talk about the other rule changes too, the pitch clock. Everybody talks about it from the pitcher's perspective, Mm -hmm. but on the hitter's side, how have you been feeling like adjusting? Um, First of all, I, I like it. Because um, games are much faster. Yeah. Um, as a parent, uh, and only imagining what I would go through when I take my daughters to a baseball game, if I were taking them a few years ago, um, getting home at midnight because yeah. the game finished at 11. By the time they get to bed, shower them and go through homework, and then they got to get up at 6 in the morning to go to school. Yeah. Why would I go through that? Yeah. You know? So now that the games are a little faster, that's one point of view where I see I can appreciate that and then the other one the adjustment period was it was tough at the beginning and it's still challenging at times I'm focusing on my plan my approach what I want to do in the batter's box I'm paying attention to the pitcher and then all of a sudden the clock it's there I look at the clock and then I try to get back into the box into the moment and it, it was it was tough it was tough to adapt that's why you see a lot of the the guys that were coming up from the minor leagues and the play and with the clock, we're having success earlier yeah. um, because guys were, they knew what was happening. We saw a great video that the Mets put out on their social media. I think it was either yesterday or the day before where people were in the dugout talking about their favorite player, <laughs> all-star stuff, and you come out behind them and surprise them. Yeah. What's, uh, what's some of the best fan reactions you've had either at the ballpark or even just out in the city or anywhere? To be quite honest, the best one is when they don't even know who I am. <laughs> That's the best one because I can have a, a real conversation without them being shocked. Yeah. Um, uh, but the funny ones are the ones that they don't say much. They, yeah. they, they talk all this game, that they go, what they're going to say, and now yeah. they meet me in person and they, they go blank. <laughs> By the time they react, I'm gone. Yeah. You know, so um, those are always funny. But the best ones are the ones I can be in a restaurant and have a conversation on the, in the airplane anywhere randomly you yeah. have conversation with them and they tell me about their life and then I, I I tell them absolutely nothing about my life and then when I do tell them I'm about to take off and yeah. they're like oh like, yeah. that's who he is yeah, okay so, got it yeah. finally got it yeah, yeah. you've made a lot of big plays in your career mm-hmm. you know big at bats big plays in the field Are, is there any that like really stands out to you as the most memorable Oof. um there was one in Cleveland adult play. Andrew Miller was pitching. He came into he came into leave that inning, and I believe Donaldson or Batista was hitting, uh, and they hit a uh, short land drive to me. One hop turned out play got out of the inning. Um, that was to me one of the most memorable because Miller said the ball's coming to you, and I was <laughs> I was scared. I was like, oh my god, the ball's coming to me. I'm gonna have to make this play, um, and I was able to turn it out play. That was fun. You can just pull it back a little bit more now. We know you're a student of the game, baseball mm-hmm. historian. If you had to name your Mount Rushmore of all-time shortstops, your top four shortstops See, of I've all been, time. I've been looking at this on Instagram and everywhere. I didn't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> um, but, Put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, shortstops. Um, Larkin. Mm-hmm. I would put... This is why I didn't want to do it. Um, Jeter. Austin Smith, 
He's not a shortstop, but Roberto Alomar. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Really yeah. counts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You were talking about your shoes before, your guy who has like a lot of style. Mm-hmm. I have been told I dress like a big middle schooler because I just usually wear like a t-shirt <laughs> and shorts. So like what are some things that maybe I could get to like up my fashion game, my style? The number one thing, wearing colors. Okay. And then... Not being afraid of wearing oversized stuff. Interesting. Textures and sizes and colors are very important to the fashion world. I think if you can mix match, um, texture, and whether it's something baggier with something a little smaller, um, something crop top, it's mix matching. But yeah, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Playing off that, I know how bad you want to um, remodel Mark's style. If there was one teammate you could remake his style, who would you do? Guillaume. Yeah. And the reason why Guillaume is because he's got such a nice beard, but he doesn't <laughs> do enough with it. Um, and he just shaves his head, so he's not scared to change stuff with his head. Yeah, we saw that. So yeah. like, it's it, it, Right, so he has so much play, and then there's so much. He wears typically the same colors all over and over. <laughs> so, uh, and Latino, you know, I got to look out for him. Yeah. But he's not bad. He just, there's just... More play in it. We're super excited that you're here on the Mets doing this interview with us. We really do appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the season, and uh, yeah, wish the best. All right, appreciate you guys.